0: It's one o'clock. I'm Pierre Tremblay. The headlines. Hong Kong's annual book fair opens amid fears that protesters could target a Beijing-owned publishing group. Time magazine names Hong Kong's protesters among its 25 most influential people on the Internet. And the U.S. House of Representatives condemns President Trump's comments about a group of non-white Democratic Party congresswomen. Hong Kong's annual book fair opened today amid fears it could be marred by protests targeting a Beijing-owned publishing group, Sino United Publishing, which is run by Beijing's liaison office and now controls most of Hong Kong's retail Chinese-language book trade. Organizers said earlier that they beefed up security for the trade. However, Jackie Fung, a secondary five-student, one of more than a dozen people waiting for the fair to open, brushed aside fears that the week-long event could be disrupted. I'm not really worried about this because I think it will not really affect the book fair. Because I think people will not doing something that is not really good for this book fair. So I think maybe they will do it after the book fair or I don't think they will do this. Maybe they will post
1: some poster but they will not destroy the bookstore or something like that.
0: The week-long fair opened at 10 o'clock this morning. Another visitor to the book fair, university student Alex Charles says he respects people's right to protest but hopes that protesters won't disrupt the event. I don't worry about the protests because uh, in here they cannot do a lot of things that just like warrants the the time. So I think I don't worry about it, but I hope they will not affect a lot because I also know that they are they are going to do something just like in in some countries they are Going to have some protests, so I hope they will not.
1: I hope they will not have a big trouble or a big effect to our exhibition and also to our citizens.
0: Joint Publishing, which is owned by Sino United Publishing, says it hasn't made any special arrangements in case of protests and will rely on the security arrangements by the fair organizer, the Trade Development Council, or the TDC. He spoke to Joanna Wong. We don't Adults. have any preparation for the security. Just um, we according to the uh, TDC, yeah. Uh, we don't have any security uh, extra. Yeah. Are you
1: worried that there will be inconvenience or even uh, chaos?
0: We are respect uh, the freedom of uh, speaking of the people, peoples. Uh, so we don't we don't have uh, any preparation for, for that. The U.S. news magazine Time has named Hong Kong's protesters among its 25 most influential people on the Internet. It put the movement alongside the likes of U.S. President Donald Trump, Korean boy band BTS and Britain's Duke and Duchess of Sussex. The list, which is not ranked, is now in its fifth year. The magazine said it evaluated contenders by looking at their global impact on social media and their overall ability to drive news. Around 25 lawyers led by pro-Beijing legislators Priscilla Leung and Junius Ho, say they'll offer pro-bono legal advice to innocent Hong Kongers affected by the anti-extradition bill protest. Ms. Leung said protesters' actions are damaging the rule of law. We cannot sacrifice the rule of law into politics.
1: If a community is only driven by politics without rule of law, I think the community is facing a very
0: disastrous situation. Ms. Lang said they're primarily serving non-protesters but stressed those who took part in the demonstrations are also welcome to approach them so long as they can prove they don't have another lawyer representing them. The DABS have called on police to seriously consider the risk of violence before granting protesters permission for more rallies its call follows a major clash between anti-extradition bill protesters and police in Newtown Plaza on Sh- in Shatin on Sunday night. Around 20 DAB members, including lawmakers Anne Chiang, Elizabeth Quat, and Wilson Orr turned up outside police headquarters in Wan Chai in a show of support. Ms. Quat said Hong Kong is now at a standstill.
1: As we can see, uh, even those, every time the, uh, uh, the valley uh, start in a peaceful way, But after the uh, rally end, so-called end, there are always some violence action take place after the rally. So, uh, is this a coincidence? After so many times, I think no one citizen will think this is coincidence. So the government and the police force should think about a new way to respond to this kind of rally application.
0: The U.S. House of Representatives has approved a resolution condemning as racist President Trump's comments about a group of non-white Democratic Party congresswomen. Four Republicans and every Democrat voted in favor of the measure. Mr. Trump caused anger when he told the women to go back to the countries they came from. Before the vote, the Democratic Speaker of the House, Nancy Pelosi, called Mr. Trump's remarks disgraceful and disgusting. How shameful to hear him continue to defend those offensive words, words that we have all heard him repeat not only about our members, but about countless others. Our caucus will continue to forcibly respond to those attacks on our members, which reflect a fundamental disrespect for the beautiful diversity
1: of America.
0: U.S. press reports say a new immigration policy introduced by President Trump has left an estimated 19,000 asylum seekers stranded on the U.S.-Mexican border. Many of them were promised U.S. asylum interviews and had been given a queue number to indicate when it would happen. But Central Americans issued with numbers months ago fear they now won't get their interviews because of an overnight change in rules. The United States has announced sanctions on four of Myanmar's top generals, accusing them of gross human rights violations against Rohingya Muslims. Those targeted include Myanmar's commander-in-chief, Min Ong Hlaing. The BBC's Rory Gallimore reports. The U.S. Secretary of State, Mike Pompeo, said the four generals bore responsibility for extrajudicial killings during what he called the ethnic cleansing of Rohingyas. The measures mean neither the generals nor their immediate families can travel to the US. Mr Pompeo said it was the first example of a country publicly taking such action against the most senior members of the Burmese military and accused the country's government of failing to hold anyone to account. Two years ago, hundreds of thousands of Rohingyas fled to neighbouring Bangladesh following a brutal clampdown by the Burmese military. Exactly 50 years ago, 50 years after the launch of the first man mission to the moon, events to commemorate the Apollo 11 program have begun in the United States. The BBC's Jane O'Brien was at the celebration in Florida where the vast Saturn rocket took off in 1969. Let's on Apollo 11. 500 million people around the world watched the launch of Apollo 11. Open. But only the three men on board knew what it was actually like to ride the power of a massive rocket to the moon. To celebrate the 50th anniversary, astronaut Michael Collins described how it felt. The shockwave hits you in the viscera, your whole body is shaking, your feet underneath you are shaking in the mud you think, my God, is this is what they mean by power.
1: The anniversary of Apollo 11 has reignited enthusiasm in the US for a return to the moon.
0: Members of the European Parliament have narrowly elected the German defense minister Ursula von der Leyen, president of the European Commission, despite stiff opposition. She was previously Germany's defense minister. She's the first woman to hold the EU's top job. Ms. von der Leyen appealed to all sides to work together. The BBC's Damien Grammaticus in Strasbourg has more. European leaders will be breathing a sigh of relief. It took days of fraught negotiations and a difficult compromise among EU countries to nominate Ms. von der Leyen, a German conservative and close ally of Angela Merkel. Before the vote, she tried to appeal to pro-EU and left-wing MEPs, saying the EU, under her direction, would defend democratic values, protect the rights of refugees and prioritise the fight against climate change. She scraped through with 383 votes, just nine more than the minimum required. Green politicians voted against her, saying her promises to tackle climate change didn't go far enough. But David McAllister, a German MEP, said she was the right person for the job.
1: Ursula von der Leyen has been a German minister in three different positions, she's internationally experienced, and especially as defense secretary, she knows the international stage, she knows NATO, she knows the European Union, and she was one of the driving forces for closer cooperation on defense and security in the last few years.
0: However, green politicians complain that von der Leyen's promises don't go far enough. Philippe Lambert, an MEP from Belgium, says she's the wrong person for the job. It seems that on crucial issues such as climate, she doesn't grasp exactly the reality and she has no opinion of a of hound. So obviously she was peddling to various audiences, including ours, but without having a very uh, clear view as to what needs to be done. Research suggests that chimpanzees can develop the same sense of bonding as humans when watching a film or television. A study at Duke University in the United States monitored pairs of chimps in captivity as they watched a video. The BBC's Sean Coughlin has more details. The study put chimpanzees in front of a video, letting them watch what previous research had shown to be their favourite subject, which was film of other chimpanzees. The scientists from Duke University found that when chimpanzees watched together, it made them more likely to bond with each other afterwards, such as staying close together and touching. This idea of being an audience and enjoying watching with someone else had been thought to be uniquely human, and in a world of social media and people plugged into their mobile phones, the study suggests that experiences are richer when people are watching and listening together. South Korea's finance minister has warned that a worsening dispute with Japan could undermine global economic growth. Hongnam-ki urged Tokyo to abandon restrictions on exports of materials used to make computer memory chips. He said Seoul was drawing up plans to reduce its dependence on Japanese components and chemicals. South Korea says the row is linked to its demands for compensation, to be paid to victims of forced labor during Japanese colonial rule. Japan has insisted that the export restrictions are solely about national security. The largest mainland live streaming platform, Douyu, has priced its U.S. initial public offering at the bottom of an indicative price range. It raised $775 million, still the largest listing by a Chinese firm in the United States so far this year. The company, backed by Internet giant Tencent, put the IPO on hold in May amid a global market sell-off stemming from Sino-US trade tensions. The IPO was also a test of investor demand for Chinese stocks after Anheuser-Busch InBev called off the Hong Kong listing of its Asia-Pacific brewing business due to weak orders from some US fund managers. Currencies, the U.S. dollar is trading at 108.16 yen. The euro is standing at 1 U.S. dollar and 12 cents. The pound is worth 9 Hong Kong dollars and 69 cents. A short time ago, the Hang Seng Index was at 28,533. That's 91 points down on the previous close. Turnover stands at 34 billion
1: dollars. Sports, here's Adam Chieng. The British boxer Amir Khan has claimed that he and Manny Pacquiao have signed up for a fight and are targeting a meeting in Saudi Arabia later this year. The BBC's Joe Parsons reports. Britain's Amir Khan says he's agreed a deal to fight Manny Pacquiao in Saudi Arabia in November. However, Pacquiao's team have denied any deal is in place. A proposed fight between the two was set for 2017 but fell through. Pacquiao, one of the greatest fighters of all time, is the only eight-division world champion in the history of boxing and has won 12 major world titles. Pacquiao is first, though, scheduled to face the American Keith Thurman in Las Vegas on Saturday. Manchester United's pre-season tour is taking place under the uncertainty over the future of a number of their star players. Record signing and World Cup winner Paul Pogba has expressed a desire to leave and striker Romelu Lukaku has been linked with a move to Inter Milan. The BBC's Simon Stone explains why Lukaku could eventually be sold by manager Ole Gunnar Solskjaer.
0: Basically, Ole Gunnar Solskjaer set his stall out last season that he was going to play with pace, that he wanted people who were agile. So he was looking at a a, a striking setup with, you know, Rashford and Martial and Lingard. And I don't see where, uh, where Romelu Lukaku fits into that. So I think he's expendable. But the big question is... Have they got the money? Is there a way of Inter Milan coming up with the kind of money required to buy Romelu Lukaku?
1: And if they do, I suspect he will be an Inter Milan player uh, by the time the season starts in earnest. Four-time golf major winner Rory McIlroy says he's looking forward to playing in the Open on home soil. The final golf major of the year gets underway tomorrow at the Royal Portrush Club. It's the first time that the event is being staged in Northern Ireland since 1951. I never had a putt on the putting green at Hollywood Golf Club to win the Open at Portrush. It was always to win the Open at St Andrews or Muirfield or wherever. But I think it does say a lot about the country. It says a lot about the golf courses here. I think living here... And growing up here, I took for granted how good the golf courses were. Um, so to get back, I, you know, obviously I only get back a couple of times a year now, and, and I want to take advantage of the fact that Portrush and Royal County Down and all these great courses are, are on our doorstep. So you know, it does. It says a lot about the country, and it it says a lot about the times that we're able to, to host such a big event here. Cycling's Tour de France resumes today, following the first rest day of this year's race. With the French writer Julien Ella Philippe wearing the leader's yellow jersey. Britain's defending champion, Garan Thomas, is second in the standings. He's one minute and 12 seconds behind. And that's your look at sports. Adam Joyne reporting. That ends the news from RTHK. RTHK, radio I had no choice. But to hear you, you stayed in your case diamond again, I thought about it You treat me like I'm a princess I'm not used to life. Yes awesome.